Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the NJ Podcast. This podcast aims to share stories, tips and insights about achieving success while having fun. From topics ranging from personal development to business, entertainment and sports, the podcast will have conversations with experts and people in their respective fields. The podcast will also share insights from Jabra James's published and upcoming books. The tagline, which is the theme of the podcast, is success is a progressive realization of a worthy ideal. This means that you are doing what you have always wanted to do because it is aligned with your highest values and this is the only way you can live a truly fulfilled life. Your host, Jablo James. Hey everyone, this is NJ here, the host of the NJ Podcast, and welcome back to another episode where we're going to be having some fun and fantastic conversations. Remember that the theme of this podcast is that success is the progressive realization of where the ideal. That means you're doing what you've always wanted to do because it's aligned with your highest values, and that is the only way for you to really live a truly fulfilled and inspired life. And on the show, we have conversations from people with people from all walks of life, uh, businesswomen, DJs, compilers. <laughs> producers just all our good people because we believe that everyone everyone has a story to share um you know based on their on their values and based on the story that they have to share so everyone has a voice your voice does matter and on the show today we've got a very 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 great uh person all around good person but she's 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 a musical genius Kanye, be aware, because we've got a musical genius up in here. We've got a musical genius. All right. So her name is Lotus May. I'll read out her bio here. And so Lotus May is from the streets of Johannesburg, and she is a musical enthusiast. Oh, yes, musical enthusiast. <laughs> yes. yes. And then from developing a musical interest in 2016, she took it upon herself to study the nuances of music while majoring in composition, music production, sound engineering, and music business. Oh, wow. Like, geez, mm -hmm. did Mozart really start at three years old with composers and all that stuff? Yeah, I mean, I don't even know how I actually landed here. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right, cool. So, while pursuing her musical career, she scored her first residency with Chesanyama Bramfontein. Hey, that's a, that's a nice spot, eh? Which yes. led to her <laughs> internship with uh, with uh, ANC Medium Communications at 1912 Online Radio, working alongside the likes of Ronnie J. Driz and Pusher Beats. Her break into the entertainment industry extended when she joined Cobra Tycoon Online Radio, now known as Opulence Africa Radio, as a prominent radio personality and content producer, she got featured as one of the biggest deep house YouTube uh, deep house YouTube channels in South Africa. Best Beats TV. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and curating playlists for Paradise Sound System on Spotify, gaining recognition from international artists such as Frakawara. As a young black female DJ, Lotus May realized her influence in the South African deep house space and she expanded her brand to We Are Solace, a platform that focuses on curating events that feature both up-and-coming and, and well-recognized artists in the deep house scene. <laughs> we'll talk about that. We'll actually. talk about that, yeah. We'll talk about that. You see that one? Yeah, we'll do, definitely. We'll put you on. They put me on, put me on. Lotus May is known to keep the dance floor on fire. Yeah. 
So, some of her recent gig guides include Jojo Rooftop and Lounge, YFM, Kitchener's Calvary Bar. That's a hot spot, yeah. Mzansi hey, Limpopo. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. where it all starts. Is yeah. that where it all starts? We're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. <laughs> uh, therapy and the Miller X Boiler Room Showdown. With the experience obtained throughout the years, her works have been recognized on different platforms, while also giving her the opportunity to share her mixes on local international radio stations with her latest debut on Drums Radio. Lotus May is currently working on her debut EP, which will be available on all digital platforms later on this year. And I'm going to get a pre-listen. Why? Because I'm dope. My life is dope and I do dope things. That's Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, after all, so, the music has to go out there, you know. Yeah, 100%. Gotta share it with the people. Of course, share it with the people. Thank you very much, Lotus, for making your time. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for having me here. Like, super excited for this. Yeah. See where it's going to go. The conversations are definitely going to be amazing yeah. So, yeah and it's a beautiful day outside it's a beautiful so day it's hot it adds the little spice a pool would definitely slap right now. yeah <laughs> we need a pool we need a pool all right cool so like why what started you on this journey of music and music production like what was that spark that said okay i'm going to go down this route you know before the music even came into my life yeah, yeah. it's actually a very funny conversation sure i started with psychology psychology okay right so i started with psychology um i was already enrolled yeah i think i went to class for like three six months okay. then i realized that actually i cannot be not sane and yeah. try to make people sane yeah it doesn't make any so sense. you felt insane but you yeah and i'm like <laughs> no but what kind of psychologist or therapist would i be yeah when i can't understand my own emotions so yeah. let me actually find something that is going to Help me discover myself, who I am. Then that's when I started going out. Sure. Started going out, seeing all these DJs play out there. And I was like, wow, this is actually really interesting. Mm. And I was going through a very rough pitch from the transition from high school, trying to figure out who you are outside of that dynamic yeah, as yeah. well. So that's when I started DJing at Sound Select. That mm -hmm. was in 2016. It was a year right after matric because mm -hmm. I matriculated in 2015. Okay. So I was working with Sound Select part-time and obviously they're a sound store. They have all the yeah, all yeah. that gear there and which, I was Which branch was it? Like is it... Um there was a branch that was in CBD. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I was very fascinated by it and there was also my manager then Rogero. Mm -hmm. He's a professional sound engineer. Okay. So he started mentoring me during that time. Sure. Letting me know how sound works, like all the technicalities. Then I was like, you know what? Maybe I might as well just pursue studying this so sure. that I can actually know the full on dynamics of how to actually be a sound engineer. And every Friday they would plug on the sound so that they can advertise it to like the clients that are walking in. Yeah, yeah. Then May being May and curiosity got the best out of me. Yeah. Started learning how to DJ. Mm. And I mean, everybody in the room knows how to mix. They all sound engineers. Of course. They all have DJed somewhere before. Mm. They know how to mix properly. Heavy on pere waya waya. And Started doing that. Then my first residency came from there. Chesanya. 
Yes. Did you did you did you eat while you were there? Like, do we did oh, you eat no, on the absolutely. job? Oh no, absolutely, yo guys. Grinder then <laughs> for a girl that didn't even know what money was. Yeah. And having such a residency to me, it was one of the best things that have actually happened to me. Shout out to Oradila for actually trusting me with her store. Sure. To be like, I believe she can keep my people happy. Mm. I believe she can bring in more people. Sure. When she's on the decks, I know this is actually going to be fire sure. and. There's so many people that have poured into my cup since then. And yeah. that's another thing that kept me into wanting to do more. Yeah. I loved what I was studying. I still love what I do until today. So I would never exchange it for anything else. No, that, that's good. So how did you pick your sound initially? So, because I know a lot of people, I'll, ask, I'll tell you why I'm asking this question, your, how you picked your sound. Because a lot of your, people, I believe, are chasers mm-hmm. in this industry. They're just it's, chasing. It's always the case. The, they're chasing the views. They're chasing the follows. They're chasing the likes. They're chasing it's the glamour. The so what they'll do, they'll hop from genre to genre to genre to genre for what is hot, but they're not going to stay in necessarily their lane on their chosen lane. Because it's a different story if, mm-hmm. uh, let's say you pick Deep House. So that's your thing that you love to death. You love Deep House. Absolutely. But then... And then they ask you to play Ama Piano just as a request versus you keep on rebranding yourself as a person who keeps... You see, keeps when it comes to that, my stance is not even funny as... What? Um, <laughs> I remember I was a versatile DJ, so I was like playing everything. Obviously, mm-hmm. with your first residency, you, you want to try it all the genres. Sure, sure. You want to see where you actually fit in. Yeah. But there was something that was happening to me during those times where I felt like I was... Like I had imposter syndrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't playing me. I wasn't Mm. sharing myself completely and fully and organically too. Yeah. So I then decided that, you know what? You're only going to play Deep House. That's when I was playing like your Demented Soul back then. Mm -hmm. That's when I was playing the likes of your Edward. I was playing more Deep Tech, Mm -hmm. you know, like proper, proper Deep Tech. And then obviously as time went by, I'm like, you know what, nah. Deep take, there's a, I don't know what Afro take was then, yeah. but I could hear the differences in the music that I was compiling then that mm. this one has a little bit more aggression. Mm. This one is a little bit more lighter. Mm. I like the aggressiveness. Mm. I like, I like, you know, when it sounds like, you know what, we are about to like have a fire and chant around it mm-hmm. and dance around it. Yeah. That's what I wanted. Something yeah. that would speak to my soul. Even when I actually search for music, it takes me like 20 seconds, 10 seconds to know whether this is a song that I would share with people mm, or not. That's when you know you're an advanced person by now. If you, you know, know 20 seconds And into I literally song, yeah. cruise over like 200 songs at one go just to look for the perfect 10. Mm. Do you understand what I mean? So when I then decided to play Afrotech, I felt more like me. When they say, okay. we actually want you to come and play, I would get excited to be like, oh my goodness, I can't wait to actually share this music with people. Mm-hmm. So I transitioned from Deep Tech to Afro Tech in 2020 during lockdown. Sure. That's when I started playing more Afro Tech. And then there was an event called Spiritual, Carfix, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Newtown. Always used to go there. Obviously, the transition is still happening my DJing wasn't perfect by mm-hmm. then, but I was getting myself in the spaces whereby I knew that when I'm actually in this space, I can become more inspired to actually push this even more. Sure. So that's when 
um, even some of the people that I was working with started introducing me to some of these people and I would go there. It was a ritual for me yeah. to always be a spiritual every single Friday yeah. just to listen to the music of who's there. Sure. Obviously, as a DJ, it's very good when you're still trying to figure yourself out and what your art is yeah. to go out and experience yeah. what musical taste is out there so mm. that you can actually find what your niche is, sure. what you are more good at that will make you different from the thousand or from the hundred that is already at the top and making it. So that's what I started doing. And today I can proudly say that my music taste has actually grown mm -hmm. to a point whereby there are days where I find music on Beatport and I sit down and I'm like, girl, mm. how did you land the song, you know? So yeah, that's basically how I made it. So are you, would you, so you're basically, would you consider yourself a purist? Not no, I wouldn't say I am a purist, but I'm more of a spiritual person. My music mm. needs to heal people. Mm. If I'm going to play you a song, you need to figure out yourself. If you're going through a lot, mm -hmm. listen to one of my mixes. Mm -hmm. In whatever mood you are currently experiencing, my music is for people to let go, shred off that old skin, you mm. know, and grow into being a better person. So that's how I see myself. I am a healer. I'm not mm -hmm. just a DJ. Yeah. I'm not just a producer. I'm not just a compiler. Yeah. My music is, for me, I am the middleman between the other people that make the music, yeah. including the music that I make, yeah. and sharing it with the people at large. Sure. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's power. Power to the people. Absolutely. Like, I mean... There's nothing more greater than being able to share a part of you with millions of people mm. because we all go through different walks of life. Yeah, we do. And the one thing besides race, religion, or anything, the one thing that will always make us to connect and understand each other is on the dance floor. Sure. When you go to a place and you're like, today I am going to have fun. Yeah. Some of the conversations that happen at the dance floor are usually the conversations that will change the rest of your life. If true. They are the conversations that will change your perspective to the core. Sure. Whereby you might find out that you're actually going to bump into someone that God had placed for you, even mm -hmm. though it was not the setting that we might say. Exactly. Is, is the right is the setting, whatever that is. for us to actually experience real conversations. Yeah. But that's where they actually happen. Yeah. Right there at the dance floor. Yeah, 100%. That's where you actually meet your tribe majority of the time. 100%. Hopefully they're sane. <laughs> Hopefully they're sane. So um, when when you were doing your your first residency, right, what were some of the the high the highlights of that experience? Because there's we, because I, when I hear about residents, some people say I get exploited. I'm not paid enough. Um, it's not nice. I spend so many hours. It's not rewarding. That's one side of what I've heard. But from yes. your perspective, how was you the the experience at Chesanyam with the with the? My Nyamare? experience at Chesanyama is the reason I am Lotus May today. All right. When All right. I was at Chesanyama, I used to go by Miss May. Miss May. Okay. How do you come up with that name, Miss May? So, my full name Kinsamaying. Yeah. May is the center of Nsamaying. Yeah. It's the middle of my name. So. It was Miss May then. Mm -hmm. Obviously, still playing all the different music, not understanding what you're doing. It's there. It's nice. Mm. Then, late 2018 into 2019, that's when my residency with Chisanyama had ended. Mm -hmm. I needed to figure out 
who are you outside of your first residency? Who are you outside of the music that you were playing there? And going sure. back to what I was saying that feeling like I was being an imposter in what I was doing, even though I knew that I was gifted and I knew I could do more. Mm-hmm. I sat down with myself this one time as I was thinking something whispered, like, you know, when there's just something at the back of your head, it's like that voice mm-hmm. that you hear out of nowhere. It yeah. was like Lotus. Yeah. Put it together with me. Yeah. And I was like, Lotus, me. it actually sounds like money. It sounds very authentic. It sounds very lively. It sounds... Sounds luxurious. I was like, oh, Lotus, me. No. Like, when when I say my name, hi, I'm Lotus May, I feel good about it. Y'all better recognize. (laughs) It it, it sounds great. It's a very great name. That's how I came up with the name. And also Lotus, the Lotus flower itself has got a very spiritual significance. Sure. In most religions, Buddhism as well. It's all about balance. It's all about symmetry. I'm a Libra as well. I'm all about symmetry. I'm all about order. Mm -hmm. May is the center of my name as well. So in everything that I do, and also being a DJ, we have to synchronize music. We have to balance out those sounds. Well, (laughs) well, uh, some people who play those Devon Julys don't. Hey, man, (laughs) we all started there. You see, if you're currently a Durban Julyer, trust. For for the people listening and watching, please explain (laughs) what a Devon Julyer is. A Durban Julia. <laughs> sorry, 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 Karen, Karen, yeah. A Durban Julia is when, like, basically, we are just at the race course in that moment. So basically, you're not mixing right, you, you're not yeah, syncing no, right, yeah, no, yeah. Your beat matching is off point. It's when your songs are not in sync mm. with each other, mm. it's when you, you need to jog. Yes. Yeah, you just need <laughs> just a little bit, you know. Yeah, you don't have yeah. to be aggressive about it. But I mean, even the best DJs go through this as well. Whereby yeah. sometimes you're not really having the best of days. Yeah. You know, sometimes you want to try that song. But you haven't practiced it, you, you don't know it. You haven't listened to it completely and then you're like, oh my God, I missed it with two seconds. It happens, mm. you know. And in that moment, that is when you actually need to like recuperate yourself immediately because... Mm. The moment that you change your face and your energy kind of drops. Yeah, yeah. The energy in the room changes. Exactly. And then people walk off. Hey. You know. And then people walk off your floor. Like, hey. So <laughs> there's other DJs that I've seen that they don't know how to really mix well, but then song track selection track is selection, always on yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. I've also went through that whereby my mixing was very off, but my track selection was on point. Sure. At least make one win. Mm. You, you you can't have bad trick selection. <laughs> you can't mix. You can't keep the floor on fire. Well, you you need to it. <laughs> like uh, uh guys. You know, and I mean, right now when we look at club culture, we actually have a lot of Devon Julias. They're only getting gigs <laughs> because of clout. And it's so sad that DJs like myself don't get all the bookings that they're supposed to be getting because I'm not willing to show ass when I'm on the Sell out, sell out, sell out. No, darling. I'm, <laughs> I'm a woman of grace. And grace does not allow us to demean ourselves in certain ways, you know? Oh, um, this is so yeah, funny. Because we were having this discussion uh, with another friend of mine um, some time back. And I was like, why is every Tom... Dick, Harry, Susie, Tembi, everyone is now a DJ, quote-unquote DJ. But I'm a DJ, they're Devin July, they don't have the stage presence, 
you can tell they're not doing it for the love. I think they're doing it for the wrong reasons. But then um, now they're taking away work away from Abu Lotus May, who actually love what they're doing. But you know what's the one thing that I can actually give to these people, right? Yeah. Is the fact there's a reason behind why they get booked. Yeah. That I can never take away from them. And shout what out to that everybody reason? that's actually also out there, regardless of whether they know how to DJ or not. Sure. The one thing we I, I cannot do rather is to take away from the fact that there is a reason why they do it. Sometimes you want the fame. Sometimes you actually want to use that to elevate to where you really want sure, to be. Sure, sure. And you know that by you being in front of those decks and people coming in, there's a reason for that, you sure. know. And I mean, yes, I could be a woman of grace and there's other people that really don't mind to be on stage and look that way. Trust me, the girls look amazing. Mm. They look amazing. Sure. And that's the one thing that we can also give to them. There's also a couple that I've seen um, that when they started, we thought that it was all pretty privileged. Mm. But obviously, after all the criticism, I love how they always come back. Sure. They look at what people say on social media. Yeah. And they start taking themselves seriously. Yeah. Do you understand what I mean? Yes. Maybe at the beginning they start for... And then they ended up falling in love with it and start taking themselves seriously. At some point, as we all go through it, they end up getting to the point where they're like, you know what? Actually, I saw that people don't see me as a DJ that knows what to do when Mm. I get to the dance floor. Maybe people are only following me because they like objectifying me, but I want to be more than what I'm objectified for. I want to actually know how to keep my dance floor. Mm. I want to know how to impress all these people because they're all out here to see me. They're all out here to listen to me. Yeah. And I love that. Mm. You can be a Devon July today. Tomorrow you'll be a perfect mixer. (laughs) That's Well, that overnight guy doesn't happen overnight, no? It doesn't happen overnight. Yeah, it doesn't happen overnight. But obviously, just like everything in life, Mm. where you invest your time, Sure. Simply 30 minutes every single day of you doing it, trust me, within a period of 18 days mm-hmm. minimum, yeah, you will actually get ahead mm. than a lot. Do you understand you, what I mean? You won't be a DJ Kent, but... Uh... Yeah, you... No, <laughs> oh, no, hey, 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 guys, guys, guys. We need to give that. We need to give Kent his flowers. I'm giving Kent, bro. Like, listen, yo, coming to the show... This, this is the greatest DJ to have ever touched decks. That's just that's just me. From in terms of a playing perspective, I'm like oh. what? He's so good. Ain't he good? Ain't he good? He's very good. Uh, he's very good. Yeah. DJ Kent. DJ Kent. Mm, Until today, remember when there was also Kent Phonic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That era in South Africa when it comes to music was amazing yes especially for deep house Mm. right now we're also doing really amazing i'm loving the fact that when the world looks at south africa from every genre you know we are actually dominating the space Mm. and we actually wear our we 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 carry the pride that i'm actually south african even when you chat to some south africans that are overseas doing different work yeah yeah when they say i am from south africa you know there's a soundtrack that plays in the back in the background yeah it's a big deal yes we're not the best country however south africa produces the best some some dope djs the best for me dj kent wow i've always listened to his mixes and i'm like oh my god 
the level of skill, mm. talent, technique that that man has. Wow. I haven't heard anyone play close to him. Cool. Shimza is very good too. Black Coffee is amazing as well. Mm. Kent? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> what does he spin your world around? <laughs> you know, and come on, boy, you spin my world around. Hey, man. Wow. Like every song that he has made, there's also another song that I really like. Uh, what is it? Kanakeng Heater. Heater. Heater by Tandy Dry. I haven't heard it. Um, it dropped, I think, like two months ago, mm-hmm. two, three months ago. We should listen. That it. song is actually really amazing. Kent is also on it. And I was like, and it's like they fused in some of these old school tracks that are there. And I'm like, yes, this is the song that you can actually jam on the dance floor and lose your brain. Yeah. When that man actually makes music. He knows what he's doing. He makes magic. I, th- I think he's he's got he's just got this this God given talent. It's like like because no because not not there's no one that I've spoken to where we're like okay Kent. Everyone has exactly the same. Re- Your reaction is the same reaction we've had universal when you just sure. have a conversation with it. Your and his mixing is so clean. Like <sighs> like he'll play one song and then another one and he'll go there. I'm like ah. Uh-uh. My thing is, you can take Kent, na. Yeah. Give him four CDJs. Yeah. All of them are going to be used. All of them. All of them. There's a vocal. There's another song. There's an instrumental there. Then there's another one that's coming in. Hey, man. <laughs> it's just mad. It's just mad. It's for some hey. of us with our controllers. We can't touch that, man. What? Personally, I can only use two for now. Two for now. For now. Yeah. That man, I if there had to be like he's just in a room filled with CDJs, I feel like from what he's going to do from the first one and still go back to the first one to fix something and come back to this other one. He madness, does the most. madness. So, Lotus, let's say you, you say you're having a a music festival, right? You're mm-hmm. having a music festival, the Lotus Experience, yes. <laughs> Lotus Experience? Yeah. You should actually have one. You should actually throw, uh, you should throw your own music festival one day when you when you... Yeah, that is actually in the works right now. That's where See. We Are So Less comes from. Yeah. So, um... I'm not really going to wait for promoters to book. Me. Sure, yeah, sure. So what's the name of the event? We are? Um, so We Are So Less is basically so my okay. events company that I run. Yeah. And then I have a baby called Sip and Dance. Yeah. Sip Do you and make dance. sure that you follow me on the socials. Yeah. An update will be coming very soon. Then I also have another one called Afro Saturdays. So with Afro Saturdays, that's when... I used to book like all the upcomings. I used to do this back in Maboneng at a mm-hmm. venue called Afro Brew, which mm-hmm. they've closed down right now. But I was doing that with them during the whole of 2021. Mm. So Afro Brew, we did that. Afro Saturdays, every single Saturday we were there. And obviously with Sip and Dance, where I see it, it's not meant to be in a club. Yeah, We've done it so many times in like different spaces. And it's not a club event. It needs to be more outdoors, more somewhere within the bushes, you know, yeah, so yeah, that yeah. that musical experience can be, you, people can have it to the fullest, yeah. you know. So that's where we see it. Obviously, the vision is there. Once everything works out, because events cost a lot of money, guys, yo. Yeah, of course I, they do. Events, events require money. And there are days where I'm like, girl, 
are you even going to be able to afford all these DJs that you've written down? (laughs) Offer to pay them with exposure, bro. Oh, absolutely not. That is disrespect. (laughs) The years that everybody puts in for me to be like, yeah, I don't have a budget. I feel like that's very disrespectful. Why do you feel that's disrespectful? We need to get to a point whereby even when you don't have a budget, at least we need myself as well. There are people that have actually pulled in favors for me to be like, May, I get it. I will pull through for you. Sure. But I'm also getting to a point that I'm like, you know what, now? Don't host until you actually have everything that you need. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, everybody needs to make money. Everybody needs to have something to show for when they step out of the house. Yeah. You know, we're currently going through a recession. People need money. Yeah. So I cannot just think that, oh, because so-and-so is already so big, they have a lot of money. And because I know them and we are on each other's good books, Mm. they can always pull through a favor for me. Yeah. Favors, we can use those, but up to a certain degree. 100%. Not not all the time. Yeah, not all the time. Maybe the favor can be when I'm, I'm like, you know what? I do have a budget, but it's not to what your rate card is. This is how much I can afford. Sure. The least I can do is to actually put a fee to it. 100%. And a bottle of Don Julio. Hey, <laughs> yo. I, I, it's smooth though. I understand. I I refuse to. I refuse to. I, even, I refuse to even have a sip. Six thousand rand for a bottle, and that is from the bottle store. Six thousand rand for a bottle. Six. six. But also remember, Ninja yeah. Milo, right? Yeah, yeah. That's six thousand rands for a bottle. It's how that bottle was created. Mm-hmm. It's the finest taste yeah. that you can actually sure. have. It's the same as wine. Mm-hmm. The older it is the better it tastes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, obviously, they they like, they like always tell us that we need to watch what we take into our body. So, mm-hmm. if you're actually paying for that fine taste, why not? Uh, some people would rather stay with Savannah. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but, but staying with that Savannah, ne? and then it moors you. Um. Like Savannah. <laughs> yes, I know. But you know there's those drinks, ne? Mm-hmm. that when you have it, yeah, Lord, sure. It is how you get drunk in that moment. Mm-hmm. It is the hangover you experience the next day. Yeah. Then there's certain liquor that when you drink it, you actually don't even experience sure. that hangover. Don Julio. Don't understand. <laughs> okay. And I'm a tequila babe. So, the first time I had Don Julio, yeah. I was I was plugged in by one of my other friends. Oh, yeah. yo, I was like. Mm. And for itakila, you know how tequila is. A lot of people are like, oh my goodness, no, I don't like tequila because it always gets me drunk. I'm a tequila babe. We're going out. Tequila has to be there. Uh-huh. We need to add it. And then the last time we were actually at Afrobeza, yeah, yeah. while I was actually at the bar, I don't know what I was doing at the bar, but there was a moment I was actually at the bar. <laughs> May. Hey, Miss May. Hey, hey Lotus May. What hey. are you doing at the bar? I don't know what I was doing. So while I'm standing there, this guy is like, He's ordering tequila and yeah. we're having a conversation. And obviously the tequila conversation lands there. And he's like, actually, I just ordered Don Julio and he mixed it with orange juice. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you haven't had this. I want you to actually taste it. Uh-huh. My insides were just moving, you know. Where, where and I'm like, happy? oh, this is actually very nice. Is it? Then after that, I definitely needed to have it more. So I started doing that. Oh my gosh. So yes. 6,000 rand for a bottle. Imagine that. Absolutely. It's the same as when you have champagne. Get quality, my love. Hey, ace of spades. Mm? Moet. 
Mm -hmm. <laughs> so back to the question. Right? So you're about to have a music festival and you can have a lineup of 10 DJs. Oh. <laughs> I'm saying you can have a lineup of 10 DJs. So the reason I'm asking this question is because I'm trying to understand more of what your tastes and your influences and what makes... Is it going to be like just local or both? So we will we'll break it down into this. So we'll have one list that is just pure local DJs. Yeah. People who are from here. They may be playing outside, but then they're from here. Then we can do one where which you can have a mixture of wherever. All right. So okay. first one. Yeah. First one, Tandy Dry. Tandy Dry. Hey Tandy. <laughs> Tandy Dry. Yeah. Um Tugsin. Tugsin, yeah. Kinda Soul. Kinda Soul, yeah. CEO. CEO, sure. Mm, wow. Kasango. All right. Silva. Yeah. Son of Ikelion. Yeah. He's actually a very dope upcoming DJ. All right. Super amazing. He's from Limpopo Tsani. Sure. We, um, should, we should get him on the show. And, and then who else? Where are my girlies? Charlie Dixon is also a very dope DJ. Yeah. She's super amazing. And then I would also add Bang Abayes. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Who's my other favorite? Who do I listen to? Black Coffee, if I can actually afford him. <laughs> <laughs> the Africa Deep. The Africa Deep, yo, he's dope. Cosmic Essay. Yeah. That's my lineup. That's your lineup. All right. Yes. That's from the, the local guys. That's right? from the local guys. Now. Mixture, international, local. This is a new list now. Internationally, Rufus Dussault. Mm -hmm. And then Ben Bomer. Yeah. Always loved his music. Yeah. Mono Link. Yeah. Then I would also add Christian Lofel. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Kiasmos. Mm-hmm. They're actually a duo. And then... Yeah, I think that would be my... That would be your lineup. In that lineup, I heard no Shims, I heard no Dakapa, I heard no Inunap, I heard no... Um, you said Black Coffee cannot be able to afford him. You have an open budget here. So uh, there's no Martin Garrix, no David Guetta, no Peggy Goo, no, none. No, yeah, none, yeah? none, none. Why? I think... And this is telling me a lot more about you or your taste and what you prefer. Yeah, it's beyond the taste. Sure. It's beyond what I prefer. Yeah. It is about the DJs that are worthy to be seen, to be heard. Okay. Because for me, these people that I've mentioned, the reason I would go for them, yeah, they understand the art more than anything else. The art more than the commercials, you think? Yeah, the art more than the commercial. Because, I mean, if you're already a David Getter, why would you have to be on a Lotus May event? Sure. You know, you're, you're well established. That's, that's a very good point, yeah. You understand what I mean? Mm. There are people that are here right now mm -hmm. that deserve to be on the biggest platforms and they are not seen enough. Yeah. So for me, it's not just about bringing on the biggest person with the biggest name. Sure. It is about putting on the people that are actually worthy of being heard. Yeah. And all these people that I mentioned are producers themselves. Good. And for the one thing, when I actually came up with Sip and Dance, now, the yeah, reason yeah. behind Sip and Dance, my first event was with a venue called The Box Shop. Sure. They sell craft beer. Mm-hmm. They create their own beer. That's where the sip came from. Yeah. The dance was me 
envisioning having all these producers come into one space. Yeah. Not playing what we already know, but sharing what always sits on their computers. Sure. Those exclusives is what we want to hear. You know, test out your new work. Mm -hmm. Let's let's give it a dry run before mm -hmm. anything else. You're not yeah. really sure about it. It stayed there for two years. Yeah, yeah. It might be the biggest song you can ever, you've ever created, but sure. you wouldn't know that because it's still on your PC. Yeah. So that's where Sip and Dance came from. The idea was, let's bring out the producers. Yeah. Let's have them share what they would never share. Sure. Let's have them there, you know? Yeah, I guess And, hey, man, like, the previous Sip and Dances that we've had have been super amazing. Shout out to everybody. How often do you have them? So the first one was in 2021. Sure. That was in Soweto. And then we had it again, same year, same venue. Mm -hmm. Then I did it again. Um, okay, 2022, obviously, I took a gap from like everything. You took but a I was gap? Still gigging. Yes, I was still gigging. Then we came back again last year. We did it with the roof, four ways, beautiful venue. Mm -hmm. The view was super gorgeous. When you're up there, you can actually see right through Machalis and mm -hmm. it was super beautiful. So, yeah. Sure. And right now, this year, we're going to have another one. So, it's more of an annual. And annual, also, we don't have the details of that. You're just yeah, the details coming soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be playing with that one, of course. You, you hear that? You heard that? <laughs> Absolutely. You got to plug yourself. <clears throat> you got to plug yourself. And in. also this year, another thing that I was looking into is yeah. expanding the lineup. Because what I've done previously is that the lineup has always been five DJs. Okay. Five DJs, two hour sets. Because an hour is not enough, if we're being honest. And our DJing is not enough. To paint a picture, you need time, man. Like, mm. you need to serenade the people. Mm. <laughs> you know, but so... But it's, it's a, a one-hour set seems to be more of a standard here in South Africa. Mm. Over the sea... Over the seas, wow. Overseas, it's more commonplace to have two-hour sets, sometimes even three-hour sets. Absolutely. The longest I've played alone was four hours. Yeah. That's did, you, did you get tired? Four hours? No. You weren't tired. I was actually hyped up even more. By the end of the four hours? Jeez, like. I was more hyped. Mm. I was like, oh my goodness, maybe we might as well do another hour. Some people say it's easier to play a two-hour set than it is a one-hour set because now you've got more time to like draw things out and an hour set you have to be focused, like really, really focused and get the, the best parts in. I don't know how true that is from your yes. experience. An hour set... You basically just need to get straight to the point. Yeah. You know, with the two-hour set, it allows you to take people through motions. Mm. Excuse me, how you start to the finish is always the best. I enjoy my two-hour sets. Yeah. I love, love, love my two-hour sets. I remember even when I was also resident with Therapy Agar Gallery. Yeah. New Dolphin They always booked me for two-hour sets. Super exciting when you know that you've got a two-hour set. Man. Yeah. Because you're like, I have all these bangers, all these exclusives that you received from all these amazing producers, and you just can't wait to share that with them. So, yeah. yeah. Two-hour sets are the bomb. No, that, well, they, well, we'll it try them It has to start being a standard, rather. I don't know with Amapiano how it would be, because majority <laughs> of the time with Amapiano, it's more of a party. Yeah. But there's also like... Different types of piano. Yeah. Obviously, with the very much commercial, sure, it would be a bit difficult. Yeah. 
And then with like your Kelvin, Momo, you Angelique, I trust those guys to handle a Angelique on a two hour set. Oh, they Lord. are the artists they, they, they hey. think they are. They're very good. They're yeah. very good. Yeah. Like there, you know that you are in for a proper. Inquiry. Yeah, Not yeah. inquiry, but like a, a proper experience. Yeah, you are in it for a proper experience. Like the whole night, you will just be like, hey, guys, did you hear that set? Yeah. You won't stop talking about it. Yeah. So, yeah. No, good. Okay. So, how do you plan out your sets? Oh, venue, time. Venue and time. Yes. Okay. So, then how do you choose the track selection? How do you do you spend time like a week before planning and practicing? Because I asked Kent how you pray, how we. Uh, prepares for a set is like I just play I'm like well of course you just play because <laughs> you've been DJing for like something, uh, uh, yeah yeah Um, my USB is I'll create a folder for that day mm-hmm. like, obviously track one track two track three but you'll find that that folder actually has like 40 songs sure just for that night and majority of the time let's say for instance if I have to go play today yeah the music that I'm going to play tonight mm-hmm. is music that I found yesterday mm-hmm Right, it's always new music. I love the new music. I like that means introducing. That means you. That means you're very good because some people. I like introducing new music to people. Is it number one? I haven't played that song. Half of the time it's just me going on to beatboard. Oh, I like this ten seconds. Add to cart. Add to cart. Add to art. That's it. Mm-hmm. Clear cart. Transfer. USB folder. Oh, this one might work well as a track one. Sure. Track one is something that I always need to have it there because that's actually the one song that gives me an idea of mm-hmm. the mood I'm going for. Yeah. So my track one is always standard. It doesn't change mm. regardless. So you always open with the same track one that you've predetermined. So you're not dynamic about it. Just track like, one. If you say you're going to play ABC on track, track one, one, and then it's going to be track one. For me, my, my number one song yeah. doesn't change. Okay. Um, and I usually have like three different track ones. Sure. Do you understand what I mean? And I already know, Hore, if I'm not going to play this as track one, there's this one. Yeah. So already I know where my set is going to from there. Sure. I have an idea of what I'm going to play. And yes, I do keep like a guideline with all the other songs as well that you might find that what I would have decided earlier on to play as a track two. Yeah. You throw it out and you go to your other folders and you throw in some of the songs that dropped previously and you bring it in. Mix it with what you currently have right now sure. based on the vibe mm. of where you're at. So it's always based on the mood. Mm. Okay. So then how do you, what, how, what, how do you decide your closing track? Amen. Dance floor. The dance floor. Oh, dance so, floor. so you, so you react and you work with, with the crowd, with how they're going. Reading your crowd is very important. Okay. Super, super important because if you can't read your crowd, what are you doing? You're playing. For what? For the sake of playing. What is the DJ meant to do? Play music. And keep the, the party, party going. alive. <laughs> yeah. If you can't keep the party alive, yeah. then you've lost the main important thing. Mm. I remember I once watched um, a video by a guy called Nicky Siano. Mm-hmm. He used to be a funk... DJ back in the 60s in Brooklyn, New York. Sure, that's a long time ago. That's a very long time ago. And he was speaking about how back in the day, 
the most important thing was sharing new music with people where you find that he's already DJing because remember it was vinyl then. Yeah. Where there's a new vinyl record and you find that the producer or the manager of whichever band or artist is just going to walk up to you and be like, hey man, mm-hmm. my artist just finished this song yesterday. I want you to test it out on the crowd. Mm-hmm. That's what we meant to do, to share new music with people. Mm. And Kit Funk also advocates for it as well. I mean, he's had so many tweets where he speaks about how being a DJ is important for you to introduce new music to people. Sure. You know, and that's where it comes from. Keeping that party alive is also what keeps the fire in you burning. Mm. It's painful to play for a club that's empty. My DJs out there also know (laughs) it's not nice because sometimes it makes you question your value as a DJ, as a DJ that, okay, am I not worthy being listened to? It makes you question yourself. Mm. Do you understand what I mean? But if the promoter that is creating that event can trust you at the peak of the hour, Mm. ah, you know, yeah. That you've actually got it. That you've actually got it. So if they can trust you at the peak of the hour, like in a, so in a night, what is the like the peak of the hour, or does it depend depend on it from depends event? on venue and yeah. events? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because sometimes remember with some events that start at one o'clock, peak of peak hour would be between your five to eight. Sure. During that time, you need to serve. You like, need to hit. Yeah, you yeah, gotta yeah. serve, man. Don't be afraid of it. You understand what I mean? The most important thing as a creative above everything else in any creative space sure. is to be able to challenge yourself because yeah. nobody else is going to challenge you. Yeah, It's you versus you. Yeah, Then you can go out when you've actually put yourself at the highest pedestal mm-hmm. and share your highest self with people mm. because the most the one thing that we can, the one thing in life that you always need to be very cognizant of is energy. Yeah. Energy is the most expensive commodity that you have mm. within yourself to yeah. share. Yeah. That energy is your music. Mm. It is your paintings. Yeah. It is your conversations. Sure. It is your thoughts. That's you. Mm. You will never get it back. Mm. So it's always important to share the best of that sure. energy. Yeah. When you take it out there, make sure that the next person yeah. that doesn't even know you, they can experience you in such a manner sure. that they feel like they are a part of, of who you are. Of who you are and your experience. And your experience. Yeah. That's the most beautiful thing that you can ever experience to walk off the decks even when people don't come to you and be like you had a dope set yeah but as long as you know you know you played the set that satisfies you yeah as long as you know that you actually gave it your best sure you've done 100 percent of the job 100 percent. so how are you able to split your music persona and yourself at home oh how do you because i can imagine that's a bit difficult because now you're building a fan base. Wait, Lotus May, Lotus May, Lotus May. But then back home, you're like, no, I'm not Lotus May today. Yeah. is who I am. You say Ntsamayeng Antoinette. Yes. Antoinette. Yes, Antoinette. That's my second name. What's up, Ant? Like I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, might as well just be like a little bug, creepy crawly there. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So how are you able to separate um, your 
Lotus and Amayeng? How are you able to separate the two? That has actually been very difficult for me for some time. Let me be very honest. Yeah. Um, I remember there's some guy that I was seeing. And he was very mad at me this one time. And he's like, you know what, May? You actually think I'm your fan. And you're forgetting that I'm actually your partner. Uh. Oh, man, say it again for the people. I think they didn't hear. They didn't hear. They didn't hear that. Just say it again. <laughs> say it again. Say it again. I am acting like he was my fan, mm-hmm. and I'm forgetting that he's my partner. You don't know. You didn't know your place. <laughs> you didn't know your place. She know her place, people. She Basically. Her place. And yeah. You know, it's such conversations that people have with you outside of the glamour, the glam, yeah, yeah, the yeah. makeup, the outfits, where you are at your crustiest of crust. <laughs> yeah. Where you are at your crustiest of crust. Mm-hmm. That's when these conversations need to happen. Sure. In that moment, that's when I sit down. I'm like, okay, what is it that you're actually doing that made this person feel this way? Yeah. Now it's self-reflection because mm. there's a reason they said that. I did something that made them feel that way. Yeah. So that was now where I needed to learn how to separate the two. Sure. Because there's times whereby I was behaving like I'm Lotus May in the house. Yeah. Instead of actually behaving like in Samayang Musiami. Of course. You understand what I mean? So being a mom also made it much more simpler for me. Oh, you're a mom as well. Yeah. It actually helped me to detach from the two. Son or daughter? Daughter. Oh, they will have a you. princess. I got a princess. I have the most gorgeous baby ever. So, oh my goodness, so I, I guess I guess she that. doesn't care that you're Lotus Me. She doesn't care. Oh no, she doesn't care for that. <laughs> she does not care for that. Yeah. Kids don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you do outside, mm-hmm. that's that's a you thing. Yeah. Like children will actually make you realize. They will humble you. Sure. Okay. Mm. Kids, hi guys. Hey, they, <laughs> they, they're amazing. Yeah. They will also humble you. Mm-hmm. They will put you in your place where you actually need to remember that when you come into that house. You're not Lotus Me. Don't bring the baggage from wherever you come from. Mm-hmm. They want the best of you. Exactly. They want you to be able to fill up their cup. Mm. So now you need to know how to detach sure. from the outside world. And them, because to nurture, to be able to instill all the knowledge in them, mm. there's a certain level of self that you need to reach. Mm. And reaching that certain level of self is you also knowing how to detach from the things that don't feed you or don't add value to who you are and what you're also trying to bring forth to the world. As parents, we have the biggest duties. Yeah, We need to be able to get to the position where when we look at our children, we can be like, if my daughter goes out into this society, they can actually bring positive change. They can actually be able to have boundaries. They can yeah. be healthy people towards the next person mm-hmm. in order for them to do that. Mm-hmm. This. That's your responsibility. It's my responsibility. Yeah. It's me knowing how to forget about the backlash that I may have received from another person due mm-hmm. to a certain thing. And be able to tap into my true self, into my true form. Sure. Because those are two different people. Mm. There's the artist and there's the person. Yeah. 
So when did you get to that point where you were able to like definitively, not um, superficially, but like definitively, this is Lotus, this isn't something. Last year. Last year. It took you a while, hey? It did. Last year. What happened? Um, like I said, being a mom, last year was my first year being a mother. Okay, so the birth of your daughter. Changed a lot in my life. Sure. It brought so much positive influence into my life. Yeah. I sometimes feel like if she hadn't been born, I might have lost my way mm. in everything that I was doing. Because mm. there was a point where I, I, I made a lot of bag in my life. Yeah. I've made a lot of bags though. You to make even more. Just to say that since you made a lot of bag, we need some cameras and more lights. So just in case you, you want know, to come sponsor us. Absolutely. <laughs> so there yeah. was a moment where, in as much as I was making a lot of bag, but I didn't know how to spend it. I didn't know what to do with it. Oh, okay. You blow it up. Okay. You use it for all the wrong reasons. I blew it. We we on I blew it. Hey. <laughs> hey, that one, I'm not going to touch too much onto it. Sure, sure. But it's such things ne, mm -hmm. that make you realize that you need to change your way of life. Sure. It's such things that when you sit down and you look at yourself, and the question is, why did you actually do ABCD? And yeah. half of the time is always the fact that you don't really know who you are. Mm. I went through that moment where I didn't know who I was. Okay. In as much as, yes, I had all the flashing cameras in my face, all these beautiful things happening, but there are things that I lost. Yeah. Because I didn't see the potential of what they would be sure. and what they were bringing into my life. Yeah. Because we tend to be ignorant as people from time to time. Yeah. Know? And it also takes a lot to come to the realization, Hore, wait again in Zamaying, Oposo, on ABCD. Do you understand what I mean? So you, you're at the point where you can call yourself out. Yeah, I do. I do. Good. That's quite rare because a lot of people don't want to call do. themselves out. Like, hey man, you always have to call yourself out because mm -hmm. nobody else will. Nobody else is going to tell you to change your way of life besides mm. you. It's either you make, you. we all have a choice to make. Sure. Do you want to be a righteous person mm -hmm. or do you want to continue living a life of delusion, mm. living a life of oblivion? Mm. It is the choice that we make with ourselves. Do you understand what I mean? And this is the reason that we always need to remain steadfast in what we believe. Yeah. My other thing is that I never had boundaries. Explain. I never had boundaries. I was a piece of paper when the wind blows there. <laughs> you go left, you go left, you go and right, you go, go right. Yeah, it. yeah. Do you understand what I mean? And ever since I made the decision mm -hmm. for myself mm -hmm. to be a better person, because I also want my daughter to look at me and be like, yo, guys, my mother. Mm. Understand. Mm. I don't want her to find her number one inspiration should be me. Sure. Then she can find her muses from outside. I'm mm. okay with that. Yeah. But I want my daughter to look at me and be like, this is the queen that birthed me. Yeah. And aspire to have that queenship, mm. to sit on that throne and own it, to mm. wear that crown with confidence. Mm. Do you understand I what I mean? You. Yeah. I understand. So that's where I am at. And it also got to relationships, all these things that 
it's the little things mm. that take away from us. Yeah. It's the tiniest of things that take away from us. Mm. Forget the bigger things. That one relationship that you may have with the person yeah. will change the rest of your life. Sure. That happened to me. All right. Where we experience all these things. So when you make a decision to separate yourself mm -hmm. from your outside life, mm -hmm. you are able to tap into that space and be true to yourself. Sure. That even when you go outside and now you have to be the celebrator. Today, I'm Lotus May. Yes. In this moment, I am Lotus May. Yes. When I step out of this room, we call back in Samayi. Yes. To come in. God, now I'm going to my house. Mm. The energy that I need to introduce in my house. Yes. It's completely not different. The Lotus May energy. It is the Samayin energy, mm. which fuels Lotus. Mm. Like what you're hearing so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking subscribe now button. Follow on YouTube, Instagram, and other platforms listed. Also, check out the website for more information. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for the support. Now back to the show. Well, I understand. No, I get you. Because if it's amazing, empty. Because I was empty. There was a point in my life where I was really empty. Mm. And it even showed in everything that I was doing. So then when you were empty, when you say empty, what does that mean? What does it translate to? And how did you become, quote unquote, fulfilled? My emptiness rather came from a point where I thought I wasn't deserving. Of what? Of all the good things in life. Well, I understand until the biggest downfall a human can ever have mm -hmm. is themselves. Mm -hmm. We determine... Say it again for the people the so they can hear that. The biggest a human being can ever have is themselves. Yes. Kana bare, there's this pity saying, or something like that, you know, but I don't really know it, but I've heard it before. Only mm more -hmm. you decide where you want to be. Sure. That one choice will determine everything. That's that's the choice that you make because mm. if for me rather it was it was a very painful time in my life mm. you know because I was still really trying to understand who I was sure and some of the friendship circle I had at that time wasn't really supportive mm -hmm. of Ntamaying mm -hmm. they liked the Lotus ah so you had a bunch of vampires who wanted. Your it fame, was, they didn't want you for it you. Was friends that liked me for being, you know, she's Rich. in the spotlight. <laughs> she was famous. She works in ra uh, on radio. She, yeah, yeah. She's doing well for herself. It's yeah. that thing. Yeah, okay, when we're going out, I don't have to pay for drinks. I don't need to buy tickets. Yeah, they yeah. will get me in. Yeah. Things like that. Oh, so that's just like blood sucking vampires, basically. So. Bob Marley said something quite interesting. It was a Bob, I believe it was. He said, uh, good friends are like stars, yeah? You only see them when it's dark. Yes. Mm. I went through my path. Mm -hmm. Pregnancy was one of the, mm -hmm. it was a beautiful moment, but a very painful moment as well. Painful in what sense? Everything that was happening around me during that time. Sure was very toxic to who I am. Do mm. you understand what I mean? And I became so broken mm -hmm. where I knew because before pregnancy, I then started working on myself. Sure. Now I was scaling up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this one thing 
just one. This life event happened and then just like... Came there. And guess what? From me knowing and trusting myself, from me believing myself, from me seeing myself as I did. Yeah. All of that disappeared. Yeah. And it's so crazy because in that moment, it made me remember every other painful thing that has happened before. Yeah. And how I treated myself that this person is introducing an energy yeah. that I shredded off me. Sure. They are bringing that back, back into my life mm. where I don't. They're taking you back to who you once were and you're no longer that person. You don't I'm want no to be that, that person. person. Yeah. And I can't be that person. Yeah. You know, and it was very painful because also remember, sometimes familiar energy brings, makes us very comfortable. Mm. We can't break away from it very easily. Mm. And there are days where I look at myself and I even tell my friends randomly <laughs> that, oh my goodness, I'm so glad of where I am today. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Yes, I don't have everything I did then. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. But right now I am at my most peaceful ever. Yeah. You sound, you sound like what Mike Tyson went through. I mean, he, he was I like $300 million as a boxer, lost it all, went to prison. And then in prison, he said he was the happiest because no one is around him for any of his money. People who are around him are there for being genuine. Yeah. I am at my most happiest. I'm very content. Mm-hmm. happy, man. You're happy. And you don't, and you don't play the devil to lies anymore. Wait, wait, okay. <laughs> there's growth above everything else, man. Yeah. There is growth in Jabulu. Yeah, 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 like yeah. so much growth has happened in my life. You know, when I actually look at it, I'm like, yes, girl. Mm. You are doing the things. You, you, you're you making the parts happen. You, you make the, doing the things that made the things not to be done. Hey. <laughs> so, Lotus, we're the a part of the, the, the show where you get to be the interviewer. And Sorry. You, you get to be the interviewer. You get to ask me questions. Oh, no, don't worry about it. Very soon. <laughs> Very soon. That's going to definitely be there. Um, I like having conversations with people because mm. that's where we actually get to learn and yeah. grow and experience life. Sure. Life is about experiences, guys. Yeah. Don't be selfish with yourself. No, don't. Go out, experience. Even when you feel like, wait a kingy, how not anything? Yeah. You have you. Mm. Share that. Why be selfish with yourself? Mm. Go out, share that. You'll never know where God is going to place you. Mm. For me, I am such a big person on God to be, hey, bra God. Yeah. And you, then, you're and doing the most, huh? <laughs> you're doing the things, many things that to be You dead. are doing the most. And through everything that I experienced, mm-hmm. that's when I actually found my relationship with God. And I've never felt this way ever in my life, mm. man. So how do you reconcile, because people have... Uh, Hardships are reconciling being music and entertainment and having a good relationship with God. What do you say for people who are struggling with that internally? Because <coughs> like you're playing at these clubs and people are there, they're drinking, they're dancing, they're smoking, they're doing all these type of things that people don't consider to be good. But then you're there, you're playing, you're in that environment and you are... And you and you you're part of the environment and you're DJing, but you have a good relationship with God. What do you say to people who have a a struggle with that life? Like I said, I am a healer, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. When I walk into spaces like that, I don't know. Sure. What you're going through? Yeah, yeah. I don't know you from a teaspoon, from mm-hmm. a bar of soap. Yeah. 
my duty sure. with the talent and the blessings invested in me sure. is to pull you closer to you. Mm. The closer you grow to yourself, the closer you are to God because mm. as we are created in his image. Sure. That's my duty. I will get to the decks. Mm-hmm. I will do my part. Sure, you'll do your part. to heal you. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one of the mixes that I once did with Best Beats TV. Mm-hmm. Um, when was that? I think in 2021. Sure. There is a comment on that mix that some guy mm-hmm. posted. He's like, you know, I was actually listening to this mix. Mm-hmm. Today is my daughter's 12-year birthday. Yeah. And I can't stop telling my wife how much I love her. Oh, wow. That for me. Oh, that was enough validation for the work that you did. Exactly. Mm. That's God speaking. Mm. He listened to how I curated my mix. Mm. And then you, someone found God in your mix. And he found God in my mix. Mm. He found meaning in my mix. How, how how did that actually like make you feel? Can you describe the feeling that you had? I was emotional about it. Yeah. Because... I'm like, wow, all from me just DJing and just putting songs together, this is how this person felt. And there was no Durban July, that's why they were able to find God. And, And that for me was like, you know what, May, you're on the right path. Mm. There is enough validation that you're doing the right thing. The only way to repair your relationship with God always goes back to self Mm. it's not an easy journey i'm not gonna lie sure i was mad at god for the longest of time in my life and that's the reason i also feel that i was moving Mm. with the wind in everything that i was doing because i had no solid foundation sure i was not grounded Mm. and now that i am Mm -hmm. i am a better person even my aura is so different you know you walk into a space and you are light Mm. And you just, you're a breath of fresh air. Yeah. And light and darkness cannot live in the same place. They cannot be in the same space. Because one will always overshadow the other. Sure. So for me, even when I go to my gigs, the first thing I even do before I press those buttons, mm-hmm. I always pray. Mm-hmm. I pray anywhere, any moment, mm-hmm. anytime. Mm-hmm. I cannot what is the occasion. I will pray. Mm. My darling, I will pray. Yes. Because prayer has worked for me. Yeah. That's the reason my daughter is also alive today. Yeah. You know, prayer. Like in the moment that I had to give birth, man, that was the most painful for me because it was like I was overdue. Is childbirth really that painful? For me, it wasn't even that, man. I was overdue. And meant to go through a C-section. Okay. That is the day that I actually prayed. Mm. Where I sat down with myself and I was like, in mm. A proper conversation with God. Because mm. you you think you've been having a conversation with God, mm. but you haven't been inviting him into your life. Sure. You've been being God, yes. Hey, Maramudim, what's going on? Mm. That's not a conversation with God. Mm. You invite him into your house. Mm. He cannot take charge of what he's not invited to actually Very take charge. Say that again for the people. Say that again. He cannot take charge for what he's not invited to take charge sure. of. That's just the way that it is. Sure. I was having a conversation with one of my friends then, 
letsatsila tenge actually mm-hmm. um and i'm telling him i'm like yo bro i'm pregnant right now i haven't really been doing much when it comes to my career i don't even know what's going to happen next year after mm. i give birth bro mm. i know that you've got connections plug me on mm-hmm. then he's like to me he's like may the one thing that you should be focusing on right now is mm-hmm. you're giving birth. Please give birth. Talk to me in February, March. Mm-hmm. But at least you'll be three months old. You'll be able to move around. Sure. Right now, let's focus on one thing. Mm. Go and give birth. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, I'm overdue already. I've been super stressed. Everything around me is so toxic. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Then he tells me one thing. is like, Andwana. You know that I really appreciate you. You know that I love you so much. Mm. And you know that I care for you. Yes, we don't speak every day, but I really mm. care for you. Mm. While you do it, you will deliver. Mm. One day passed. That night passed. The next yeah. day came. Yeah. That morning of the next day in the AMs, my labor was very quick. I was very lucky. Oh, very quick. Ah, my labor was quick. Yo. Some people go for like 12 hour labor. Hey, bro. Mine, mine was four and a half hours. I was done. You were done. I was done. But it's crazy that when I think of it right now, I possibly was actually in labor the whole day and I really just wasn't paying attention. You weren't paying attention. That's, that's and I wild. Wasn't. No, that's wild. I wasn't. You probably listened to one of your deep house mixes, weren't you? That, that <laughs> during the day before yeah. <laughs> giving birth, guess what May was doing? Walking around the streets of Marshalltown, I love Atlacota. No, like obviously I drove, I took, they drove me to where I wanted to get the copper yeah. at. And I'm like, when I am, I want to walk a little bit. And I could feel like, hey, there's a lot of pressure so here. You're working, walking a lot, like you were like, you're hey, I was very wobbly, bruh. I was a penguin. <laughs> 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 I loved it though, man. Yeah. And I was, oh, another thing, mm-hmm. Lord. During my pregnancy in Jabulo, what happened? This beauty that you see right now is an understatement. It's Honey, beautiful. Yo, hey guys, Paramisa, the time I came to bake, Haleena, she was baking the beauty out of me. Hey, <laughs> like you're a baker, na bra. We were baking each other. Is it? Oh. <laughs> That's good. So. We're reaching the conclu- the conclusion. We're coming to the end of the conversation that we have. So then now, Amen. but then the. the you're a female, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, so you're Yeah, <laughs> I am a female, yes. I have female anatomy. Got that. Why am I afraid of this question that you're about to drop in me, sir? <laughs> what are you doing? I, I have to throw something something left field. Don't look at me like that. Don't look at me like that. No, so you're a female DJ. You're a female in this industry, right? And uh, I want to test things that I've heard about females in the industry. I just want to. I just want to test. Yeah? I just want to test because I don't know if it's true or not. I, I just want to know why are you laughing? Where she don't even know what I'm about to ask. You don't know what I'm about to ask. You don't want to ask. Okay, so is it difficult one to be a female in this industry, and then two? Why does it seem that there are less really good female DJs than male DJs? And I say seem because mm. I say seem because I don't know if that's the truth, hundred percent. So one, is it 
the whole like what is your experience being a female in this industry is it is it is it tough and then two why does it seem again seem that there's more great male djs versus female djs being a female you always have to prove a point okay women from fantuka mm-hmm. generally yeah in everything it's not even just entertainment sure it's an engineering as well yeah you could be a man, I'm a woman, mm-hmm. we have the same qualification, only to find that I actually have more knowledge than you, but you would be the first in consideration compared to me. Sure. So... But this is entertainment, slightly different, right? Yeah. Entertainment as well. First consideration. Obviously, it's a male-dominated industry. Mm-hmm. Now we're warming up to female DJs. Mm-hmm. We are seeing more female DJs doing really, really amazing, and that's what we'd also like to mm-hmm. see. For night quality is outside in the workspace. Mm-hmm. Yes. At my home, I don't believe in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're just not talking about yeah. at home. I'm talking well, about work. So yeah. that, as a female, you always have to prove a point. Sure. You always have to work 10 times harder. At times, the privy, pri- pretty privilege will save you. Mm-hmm. At times, being that goal that is, you know, will work for you. Mm. You use your femininity to your advantage. Mm-hmm. But at times, that doesn't really get you too far ahead. Sure. You can only get to a certain level. Mm-hmm. And then, for me, I want to be a pioneer. Mm-hmm. That's why I see myself. I see myself at the top, mm-hmm. being able to inspire other females as well, and guys too, because, I mean, we don't really need to... Such as, like, your DJs, Intlers, and your yeah, tiny drives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's hard... It's very hard. You're, it's very hard. And, excuse me, speaking of Deb and Julius, nah? <laughs> females get more backlash for Deb and Julius. For making a mistake during a set yeah. than males do. Do you understand what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like the DJ before could be a male DJ and they make those mistakes. Trust me, social media is not going to say anything about them. But then if you do it, you get killed for it. As a woman, Mm. you will be cut down. You will be teared apart. From side to side Mm. about that one mistake that Mm. you did. It's always, you always have to prove a point. Sure. You always have to come out at the top. Mm -hmm. You work harder than the guys do. Mm Mm-hmm. And then as time goes on, everything becomes better. Sure. As females, another thing, it's always important that we have people that will advocate for us, especially in the entertainment space, Mm -hmm. where it's good to have a manager, you know, it's good to have a middle man. Because some of these people, it's like, even when they want to book you, bruh, or they just want to plug you onto something. Mm. I had this experience two weeks ago. This guy we met. Okay, cool. Had a conversation about the work that I do, Jiggy Jiggy. Now you're texting me on WhatsApp, you're telling me that you want to hook up. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, we need to stop that. Let's stop that. Please, can can we stop that? And my thing is that as a male promoter. So, this is a male promoter wanting to book you, and the next thing he wants to hook up. Well, first of all, let's clarify hook up. What do you mean hook up? How? But how, George? Hook up, ne? Simple terms. Liobi Gugula. Yeah. It's people that are just meeting up for casual sex without having any stable relationship. Why ninja? Why wanji? 
Yo. Why am I like this? Why? Hey, why, when why? You, gender, <laughs> you tell me. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Because <laughs> for me, that also puts you off because you can see that you're putting in all the work that sure, you do. Sure. It kind of breaks you down in a mm. way that, okay, am I just a sex object? I know that I do look very amazing, you know. We can be... You look very lotusy. yes. Yes, you yes. know, but that is just not it. Mm. I am a woman of intelligence. I am a woman that respects herself, that loves herself. If I like you, but if I like you, definitely something could happen, but that's If you're not, here to work. We're here to work. Mm. Please don't put me in a corner where now, even when I speak to you now, I'm actually uncomfortable mm. to have a conversation with you, you know? It's not nice. So this guy's basically trying to Harvey Weinstein you. That's because you see us as females, na? when we book male guys, yeah, yeah, we don't even do that. We don't objectify. Imagine Are if you sure? No, we don't. Yeah, cool. And when you look sexy, you look sexy. We're going to tell you that you look good. But we, we stick to work. Okay. We understand what work is. Mm. We stick to that, you know. But, hey, man, ish. Yeah, the industry. So how did that? How did that? How did that end up? Like you ended up like working with the person, or no? No, it will never happen. Good, good. Because it will always feel like I owe them something. Sure. <clears throat> Excuse me, because their first approach, and I don't think they're gonna plug me on unless they get their way with me. Mm. That's the case. So it's usually that case as well, where you find people that want to get their way with you. But it's okay. Mm. You know, that's not how the whole industry is. Yeah. So are you not afraid of um, coming across such characters? They try whatever it is that they try. You stick to your integrity. And then next it's thing. It's fine. And then next thing you're being what they call blackballed, which means they'll go and say, Lotus May is difficult to work with to all of their friends. And then now you don't get booked. There's the same wow, thing happened to Monique. Uh, I just watched the, the Cat Williams yes. podcast yeah, with Monique. But same thing happened to her. What is meant for you? will always be yours. Say, tell that to the people again. Tell whatever the people. they may say, yeah. whatever they may try and do and sabotage you, yeah, yeah. what's yours? If we can make a straight line, mm. it's around I could back and I care how. Do you understand what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, for me, I'm like, I, my guy, I cannot work with you because I'm not really comfortable with yeah, that. Yeah. It's okay. Let's yeah, keep yeah. it moving, honey. Yeah, yeah. Life is too short for me to be sobbing over a gig that I lost due to me not willing to put myself compromise up, yourself here. Yeah. You know, no, it's okay, honey. Let's let's move on. You mm. know, and I'm also very direct. I think my female friends really know that May will put a man in their place. Mm-hmm. I will do that because it's also just me protecting myself. Sure. From not wanting to indulge in things that are not serving. Mm-hmm. Because. What's the point? I could have sex with you right now. It's not like you're going to take me to Berlin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want me to fuck you for a gig go propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> No. Why did you just say that? <laughs> oh, sorry for my language. I no, 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 no. I'm not talking about the language. I'm talking about you're not going to take me to Berlin. Yeah, it's, it's not like you're actually going to put me at the highest. It's not like you're going to be playing Tomorrowland after that, you know? You know? 
Come on, my guy. Wow. Pick a struggle. What are you bringing to the table, sir? Wow. Besides, you know. But then again, like, listen. Also, with with that, the reason I'm asking about uh, the female experiences in this industry is I'm seeing a lot of parallels between entertainment actors, dancers, DJs, producers, whatever. In the corporate world, we've got like managers, accountants, doctors, lawyers. Mm. Same, same. Yes, it's the same, same. From based on based <coughs> on the conversations I've had and the experiences that I've had in a quote unquote corporate setting, same, same. But do you know what the the one thing that's also amazing now mm-hmm. is that look at all the women that are actually at the top of the food chain. Sure. Look at all of them. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Besides them, just having had worked hard, they're actually very deserving of those positions. Mm. They are absolutely killing it, and I love it. Mm. For instance, look at the likes of DJ Sintle. Mm-hmm. She deserves it. She deserves to be at the top. Sure. She knows what she's doing. Mm. You know, she's a game changer. When people look at her, they be in, they they feel inspired. Yeah, they do. Do you understand what I mean? And it's the same thing when I do, when I mention that as females, we need people that are going to advocate for us. 100%. She had a great team behind her, mm-hmm. which protected her from experiencing some of those things. Yes, maybe there might have been people that tried. To, but book, now, to book a propaganda and then... <laughs> but, now, but now, because of... The team that you have behind you, yeah, yeah. it also really does protect you from experiencing some of the mediocre individuals sure, sure. that exist within mm. the entertainment industry. I mean, if any female wants to be within the entertainment space, I would never discourage them to do it. Sure, Go for it, mama. It is the best place that you can be mm-hmm. for yourself and in everything that you do. You always just have to stay true to yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. And there's a conversation where I live right now. One of the people on my corridor this one time actually came up to me sometime last week and they were like, hey, are you a DJ? And I'm like, yeah. They're like, oh my goodness, it's so amazing that you're actually an artist. I wouldn't tell. Mm-hmm. You know, because, I mean, the industry is very dark. How do you manage? Yeah, it's very dark. You know? And when they asked me that question, I was like, the only way for me to have managed to even have gotten where I've gotten is staying true and sticking to my values. Sure. But I understand until mm. because there's no amount of darkness that will ever overshadow you mm. when you are a solid person. Yeah. You but know, if you're a person who's flimsy and wants to sell out, uh, you're going to have a hard time. The most painful thing is that the industry is dark due to how we treat each other within the space. It's mm. not a community. It's more of you find communities there and there. Then you find the gatekeepers. Then you find the people that are challenging the gatekeepers. Then, you, like, Does this thing of gatekeepers actually exist? It does. Does it? Gatekeeping exists everywhere. Well, in the entertainment industry, I'm talking It does exist, man. Gatekeeping is there, but that's not the issue. Do you understand what I mean? Even if there are gatekeepers, there's still a way to actually get them to open doors for you. Mm. There's always a way. Like, there will always be a way. Why understand until... And also, I would like to look at gatekeepers as the people that actually keep the culture alive. Sure. Why understand until... How do they keep the culture alive? Wabona, 
Khotswana le your corporate companies. Mm-hmm. You may all have the experience, you know, have the attributes. Mm-hmm. But if you're not the specific candidate that they're looking for, you will not be offered that position. Sure. Gatekeepers, I feel like they also do the same thing where sometimes they qualify people and there are those that actually disqualify the people that are actually deserving to go in those spaces, mm. you know. But now we just need to also remember, Jorge, in everything that happens, there's always a reason behind it. Mm-hmm. And like I said, they are some of the people that actually keep the culture alive. Sure. They're some of the people that actually stick to the values of like simple things such as DJing. They're the ones that be like, this is actually what it should be instead of this. Sure. Do you understand what I mean? Because mm-hmm. right now it's very simple to be a DJ. You can be a DJ overnight sensation. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very simple. But yeah. It depends. Are you doing it for the right reasons or not? So a question that I'm I'm asking you in your experience and you putting in your future looking uh, lenses on is where do you see this industry going? Oh, that's what that one is very tricky. We mm. really need to work on preserving it. Preserving it, okay. So how do we preserve it? Preservation is very important because currently where we are, like when we look at the entertainment space now. There's so many people that have released songs, but then they know it to be found right now. Mm-hmm. And preservation comes with longevity. Sure. It's the young kids also that are coming into the industry need to know and understand how to look at longevity instead of now. Mm-hmm. Because every single week, there's a new Ama Piano song that's coming out. Every second day. (laughs) Every second day. And right now, if you had to listen to Jobe, Mm -hmm. it would annoy you. (laughs) Right? Why are you saying that? But I like the song, actually. Yeah, yeah. But there's other people. It's things like that where there's... When you're making your music, man, Mm. make your music that even in 20 years' time, bruv... You can listen to it. You can still listen to it. Mm. Make it so well that it never loses its essence. Sure. That even when you listen to it, you're like, actually, this is a masterpiece. Exactly. That's why we still listen to Michael Jackson today. That this industry is going to survive. But Mm. we need to really start making money and music and the arts for the right reasons you know what are the right reasons because i've heard that uh before because those people who've been in the game for a very long time those people who are at the top those people who are really making a killing for up-and-comers they're always saying i don't see you doing this for the right reasons so what is the right what are the right reasons would be being a game changer Mm mm-hmm most people that just pa- want to do That's actually quite it. powerful, yeah? Being a game changer. Be a game changer. Mm. Be a game changer. Be so well in what you do mm. that you are able to inspire every single person around you. Mm. Be that. Because what's the point of being famous today and tomorrow we forget about you? 
And there's there's too many examples of you that know, happening. Yeah, it's not nice as well when you actually look at it. It's really not, because now it just oh, it, like it dilutes mm. the purpose. Mm. It dilutes it. That's why even our parents, when we tell them that, hey, mama, this is what I want to do, they don't see it as a serious thing that will actually give you life or sure, feed you. Sure, because I've seen so many people rise yeah, and fall, rise you know, and fall. That one hit wonder that's not nice like you know who's the guy that's saying some uh, now you're just somebody that i used to know i don't know where is he hey where's that guy Gautier. he just dropped a banger and then disappeared where did, he, <laughs> where did he go but you know there's also other people that i've seen which is really amazing where you find a person that will actually use the influence that they gained from dropping that one song then right there because now they have what they want. They actually start following what they wanted. Mm. Those are the best. Mm. We understand until because they had vision. Sure. They envisioned themselves that, you know what, in order for me to actually get to there, yeah. let me try this out. Yeah. It will bring me everything that I need. If I'm going to have my own brand, it will give me the client. Sure. I will have a fan base that will always be able to support me. No, 100%. We understand that yeah. too. Those are the ones that I love because it shows vision, man. And it's so beautiful that even some of these young kids, like you can actually see that the fire that's there mm-hmm. will never, it will, like, it will never go off. No, 100%. It will always just remain as is. Yeah. I, I tell my one of my nephews this all the time. Like, he wants he wants to be in the, the game. I'm like, why? Hey, it's nice. I'm like, it's nice. What does nice mm-hmm. mean? I don't, <laughs> what does nice mean? Kibati. He wants to understand that. Basically, that's what most people see. But mm. it's more than that. It's the work that goes in before you even get those riders. Exactly. You know? And I would say that I'm very privileged to have came across some of the people that I've came across. Mm -hmm. And even today, I still have people that are really supporting me and that are waiting for me to actually start releasing music. That's like me. Because, wow. Yeah, we've been Girl, you know. (laughs) And I've received so much support. Yes, I've also received hardcore criticism when I started and I appreciate that because that's the things that push us to be the best. And yeah, some people will definitely not like you Mm. as a naturalator. So I've made peace with that. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I've made peace with that. But yeah, I can't wait to see what the future has for me. So what's next for you? What's next for me is definitely releasing my music. Yeah. And yeah, just, Giving people more. More of what? Of who Lotus is, you know? Mm. Being able to... Oh, also, another thing besides being on music, I'm actually transitioning into film and TV. So I've been doing that for like a couple of months now. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm also currently working on right now. Mm -hmm. It's just me being able to tap into every space where... I can just be able to inspire people. I'm all about changing perspective. That's what I'm at. Mm. So what's next for me is dominating the space, mm-hmm. making people see, you know, the bigger picture, the walks of life. Sure. The amazing things that can happen even though you're going through the hardships. Mm. Being that plant that grows through the cracks of concrete. Mm. 
that's that's where I'm at. That's Let's next for Lotus May. People. All right, guys, that is uh, the amazing Lotus May, and she is an extraordinaire. She's going to be changing the world. She's going to be dropping her EP. <laughs> When it drops, I would have listened to it before because my, I'm dope, Absolutely. my life is dope, and I do dope things. You know what I mean? Yeah, so man. that is uh, Lotus May, and we've had a very great conversation. Um, so, hmm? yeah, 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 yeah. So, thank you for that. Thank you for that. <laughs> so you have to ask me questions, right? I have to ask you. Yeah, questions. ask oh me a few questions. Goodness. Ask me a few questions. Let's go. Let's go. You've got the microphone now. Um, what am I going to ask you? Are you putting me on the spot? Yes, you are on the spot. <laughs> okay. Hi, guys. Welcome to NJ's podcast today. It is the Queen Lotus May taking the seat. <laughs> Listen as to I that. <laughs> Mr. Lamini, yes. also known. Oh, uh, Nkosi. Yes. Jay Lamini, also known as Mr. Lamini. Yes. Podcaster, DJ. Mm-hmm. And that the Muruti Kundi, why did you do that to me? Why, why did you do that to me? That's just a nickname he gave me. <laughs> yes, ma'am. So, like, I want to know, right? With everything that you do, yeah. what is the middle ground for you to be able to put everything together? The middle ground to put everything together. So, the most important thing for me it's similar to what you expressed is to change people's lives mm-hmm. for the better. Yeah. And primarily for them to, to find God. That's the, the most important thing. Mm-hmm. And so I want to use all of my talents yeah. for that express purpose. Um, so like even see in my office, you see diverse different yes, courses for different uh, professions. So those are the mm. things that I'm passionate about. Those are the things that I'm good at. And they are different means of expression yeah so when i write books i'm expressing myself through word when i'm podcasting it's through vocal um Mm. when i do speeches it's through the spoken word Uh, music for me started uh 2021 yeah. So oh, that's started, interesting. Started, that's started, very recent. That's how how did you actually find yourself there? Find myself there. Like yeah. Yeah, this is how <laughs> this is how it started. So I've, I've always loved always I've always loved music. Mm-hmm. Uh, my idols in terms of music is uh Michael Jackson. Oh, that's actually yeah, no wonder actually. Michael Jackson and uh, from a music person, Michael Jackson and Avicii. Mm. So when those two yeah, people died, I mean, like, hey man, it was actually very painful. I can only imagine because they made such beautiful music. When those two people died, I actually cried. I, I cried. I, <laughs> I cried. So you found yourself sobbing and being like, "Oh my goodness, my favorite artist." People is were no looking at me around. like, "Why is this guy crying?" <laughs> I'm like, it's oh, Michael, "Was that it's in Michael public? Jackson? It's Michael Jackson." <laughs> In public? No, I was like, so when I heard the news, oh, I was in, I, no, no, I was in the news. I was like, hey, man, don't ask man crying in public. That's- so I, I heard the news and I was in the bus uh, with my friends, right? Oh. And then I was like listening to Peter. I'm like, oh, he's dead. I wasn't like sobbing, but I was like, hey, yeah, but you know what I mean? Yeah, nah, I can, I, I, I can, I can relate to that, guys. Yeah. When AKA passed away, I was like, yo. That was a sad day. That, that, sad. that for me, that crushed me. I was like, no, you know, I can, I, I can all definitely eyes, all eyes, all eyes on me. God. And then also when Avicii passed away, that I was not okay for a very long time. Mm. Um, so from a music perspective, uh, so I'm all, always into, like I'm a cultural person. So I arts and culture is something that I really love. Right, so it's embedded in you. It's embedded from in from birth. From from you birth. live for it. You <laughs> breathe it. I live for it. I breathe. I breathe it. So. 
uh, then I wanted to learn to play a musical instrument. Mm-hmm. So which instrument are you currently, or is it the I'm CDJs? I'm a CDJs. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> so I wanted to learn to play the guitar. Uh-huh. How's that going? It didn't go. I, oh. So I bought the guitar, I did a few lessons, but then I put it to the side. And then wow. after COVID hit and my dad passed away, I'm like, okay, I need to put... Uh, the the, right the energy your, that you're actually feeling within you into something. Yeah, so then that's when I went to a academy called Rise Academy to start learning how oh. to DJ, how to be on the decks because I needed an outlet. It was very, mm. it was very therapeutic, right? It was very therapeutic. It is right. Yeah, it is. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, another thing that I want to know since um, you are speaking about how you found yourself making music. Because of the hurt in your life. I want to know what is the one thing that, like, what's the piece of advice that you would give to someone that's currently experiencing, like, a hurdle in their lives and they don't really know how to break out of that? Because there are those moments where you are experiencing something and even though life is not really bad, but that one thing keeps you in a position where you feel like, you know what? I've lost it all right now because this element is no longer there. Mm. What's the one piece of advice that you would give to someone? Uh, stay off the weed. <laughs> <laughs> that, on, that, but that, I mean, it does actually really... It, it, it may help you. It, may, it does help it you. So. <laughs> I would know, say st- to be like, try to stay just... away from... Okay, the first thing is don't indulge in addictive behaviors. Okay. Because uh, it's very easy when you are hurting and you're in pain to find yourself deep in alcohol, deep in... But music is also addictive. No, but it's not going to destroy you. Come on. <laughs> like there's a difference between okay, crystal so, meth and music. Yeah. Come on, two different things. Try not to go to addictive... Even food. People like get addicted to like food. Yeah, and sugar stress and eating. chocolate. Yeah, stress yeah. eating. And I think one, you need to have a relationship with a power that's bigger than you. Mm. Um, so that's God. That will that uh, that will definitely anchor you. Um, and then you need to get around so people who can support you, man. Like I mean, because I a mean, a good support system is a, always a key. very good support system. Because I mean, like if you're being supported by people who are also negative and people who are also down and depressed and mm. mean spirited and hateful and just want to use you and abuse you just for what they can get, you're not going to get out. You're not going to get out of that that funk if you, if you can yeah. call it like that. Um, and then also you need to try find a bit of variety in your life. And like, so, don't be doing the same thing. Salad. Yeah, for salad. Mm. Several, several colors. Yeah. <laughs> several salad. Co- salad, yeah. You need like seven colors, several colors, you know. Um, so you need the variety in your life. Uh, and then uh, you, when you're going through something, right, and, for example, you're struggling with music. Yeah, yeah. And you not you don't have the joy in music anymore. Mm-hmm. You need to remember why you did you, you start. actually started. Why did you actually start? And yeah. if you're why you started is based on hospitality riders and hey, uh, man, but the I nice mean, life, you're not it's gonna go needed, far. No, man. but you're not gonna go far because those things are temporal. So like if yeah. if you know you started for the love of it, um that's the one like, thing so, that like something like in my sets, there's always this a cappella that I play um over a whatever 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 song, song it is it's uh called uh all about house and there's this oh, guy just yes. going on a rant yes. and it's like i i remember back in the 80s when i first heard electronic sound and then at the end of it he says um if you think he, he was very expressive <laughs> he was like Absolutely. he was very expressive and he was like saying that if you're in this game for 
uh, thinking that's an easy way to get laid. Get a life. This is all about the house But music. Come on, obviously we know. I we know. All these girls be looking at you when you're there on the decks, and you're like, okay, you know several colors. <laughs> Speaking of it, it's right there, right in your face. And you don't really have to try much. They like bring themselves to you. So they, I mean, uh, then you also have to have boundaries. You have to be able to say like, no, you have to know what, know why you're here. So, so you're a monogamous individual? Yeah. Married for the, like, that's it. <laughs> it's there. Don't ask me. <laughs> don't ask me. Like, I'm, Or a, you are part of this Tembu vibes? No, absolutely not. Tembu vibes is an absolute disaster. That's the topic for a, a completely different day, but um, mm -hmm. because uh, I think if you are going after marrying more than one person, then you're not really married, are you? You are no. to a certain degree. No, you're not. No, no, you're not committed to anyone. Except both of your wives. Yeah, you know, you're not committed to anyone. Like <laughs> that's not commitment. Because I mean, like think about it this way: if you get into a relationship with someone. Mm. And then you start seeing someone else. You're not in a relationship with that person, are you? Hey, you see relationships rather? Like, are we dating or am I like in a relationship or I'm with you to actually like, are we dating towards marriage? Are we dating towards marriage? marriage. And then Other. you start seeing someone else. You're not really dating towards uh, marriage. No, it's done. They, thank you. <laughs> thank you. For me, for me, it's chai. I, I'm thank very, you. We don't share here. Thank you. That, you see, you know, you see like what I'm you saying. pick from my plate, have it all. <laughs> If you're gonna pick from my plate, rather have it all, you know. Exactly. No, no, no. So uh, for me, for me, marriage is one man, one woman for Come the together. rest of the life. You carve together into one. Yes, the two shall become one flesh. Yeah. You, know, you know the verse. Yeah. So <laughs> that that's that. Um, I'm not an MBA. You know what an MBA is? You know what an MBA is? School. No, not the school one. Not the No, oh, school you guys. Okay, an MPA. Listen, listen to this. Is married but available. You know those people. Yeah, those married but available oaks. No, they're not one of those. And also speaking of that, I mean, like right now in South Africa, we're currently experiencing like this whole new culture that has just like came to us and everything. What is your take on like online dating? Because that's where you find some of the MBAs there. Like married but available. Yeah. What's your take on that? <laughs> Like the whole dating culture <laughs> that we're currently experiencing right now. Very simply, very simply, by affair. But this is cool what it is. That's, <laughs> that's just what it is. Oh this, my goodness. This is what it is. What? This is what it is. So you just, again, if you are married, but then you're still seeing other people, you're not committed. Would you say the best solution would rather to like get a divorce so that you can be able to like experience all I would, the other things? Listen, I believe everyone should get married. It just simplifies everyone's life. Because if you look at how society is built, society is built off of the nuclear family. Mm. So if the nuclear family is destroyed, then communities and societies become destroyed too. Right. That's the thing. I mean, like if you, if you could pick before you were born, to be born towards two parents who love each other and create a... Or a single a, parent, definitely. Or, or a single parent, nothing wrong with being a single parent because this is life, right? Mm. But, or a single parent uh, who's abusive or whatnot, you would pick the two parents who can raise you in one household so that you, you end up becoming more stable. That's Absolutely. Just, that's just the data and that's a literature. And it's also more of emotional stability as well because, you know, I've also like 
sort of read and we see it in our day-to-day lives as well. Sure. But what do you think is usually the cause for people to never really want to settle down or to create nuclear families, especially within the societies that we currently live in? So their problem is that they don't want to commit because Mm -hmm. marriage is a heavy commitment. It's not like we're going to walk down, go to Las Vegas, sign a a marriage is you're denying yourself and the other person is denying themselves and you're coming together to build towards something that's common. And people mm-hmm. are afraid of that. They don't want that. Some people want to be promiscuous. Some people, they want to see multiple people. If that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. So my thing is that um, if that's the life that you want to live, go and live it. But then don't lie to yourself and say mm. that you want to be married because you don't. Because a lot of these MBAs are there. They're, 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 it's those guys you, that just got married <laughs> or rather got married because they're too selfish. Do you think so? Yeah, sometimes they, they don't want to lose you. So they'll marry you. So it's a facade, rather. Yeah, it's a facade. They're selling you a facade. They're selling you a dream. Oh, my goodness. There's a lot of uh, MBAs out there. Like, you see over there, there's there's a book that I'm writing coming out this year. I need to do Father of man. Yeah. How do we build better men? Y'all need to pray for me. Y'all need to pray for me. Hey, man. Personally, for me, I'm just like, you know what? God, um, Oh, my God. So the problem is, here's the problem with your MBAs. They don't want to be committed. So stop lying to yourself. Leave the woman alone. And then go live your life. That's is that possible? It is. You think so? It is. Hey, you think so? Uh, uh, we're here in South Africa. It's bad, I, hey? It's bad, hey? Yo. It's, it's bad, hey? No, to a certain terrible. degree, I've always felt like maybe... Maybe you would also like think of the same thing, too. Maybe you've seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, nuclear families do actually add up. However, we also have a saying that... A village raises a child. Sure. You understand what I mean? Mm. We have always had those people play further roles where, like in the villages especially, that's when you find that they know so a male figure will step in mm-hmm. and be able to like, sure, you know, walk with you through that life, even mm-hmm. though they're not always there with you, but they're always there. How then do we actually ensure that even within the generation that we currently have right now, what is the best way for us to actually ensure that this, that we're currently experiencing right now, the whole rampage of the lack of commitment, how do we then score the generation like the Gen Zs and everybody else that is coming up to be able to rather opt for stability more than going into promiscuous quatus? Humble your fair, Banjo. <laughs> <laughs> it's a strong word, eh? I'm it's sweaty, so I, I'm sweaty, so like that's how we we, we talk sometimes. Uh, again, it leads by example. First of all, you need to really be honest with yourself. Let's let's be honest. Do you want to get married? Do you not want to get married? Mm. And I'm not talking about married but available or act single, acting married or married acting single. Mm. Do you want to be married? Yes or no? And then if you're going to be married, then you need to be able to take the consequences of what that means. Yeah. So you're saying you're forsaking all others, you're going to be exclusive to this person. Mm-hmm. And then if you don't want to be married, then don't be married, then don't do it. So another thing that I want to find out, based on your career, right? I mean, yes, you're right. You're a podcaster. Um, you do public speaking as well. In everything, 
what I want to know is that, like, are you, uh, is there, like, any music that we can expect from you anytime soon? Oh, yeah, I've already started creating music. I have a, a, an unreleased song. I have unreleased songs already. Oh, so you do have unreleased songs. I have unreleased songs. I play them, I play them on my sets just to, just to test out, the, mm. just to test out how do you feel. I'm like, okay, you like this song, I'm going to drop this one. Um, if you were given an opportunity to feature just one artist, both local and international, who would it be? Featuring artists where on my on song. On your music. On my music. Yeah. Oh, and, I've got, and I've got free reign to do it. Yeah. Ah, oh, Kent. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> uh, people think I'm a Kent apologist, but that guy is just too good. He's just way too good. He's amazing. Yeah, that's, so that's like he's really amazing. agreed upon. Come on, Kent, we need to do that collab, man. Come on now. Um, I'd say Kent, um, I'd definitely like to do some work with Shimza one day. Yeah, he's very good when it comes to the production as oh, he's, well. He's very good with the production. Um, yeah. I don't know how it would fit in Martin Garrix into my type of music. I don't, I don't know how it would fit him in. Um, but anything can work, you know? Yeah, anything can work, yeah. Martin Garrix is actually one of the best producers, like, I mean, In terms EDM of producing, based. yeah, yeah, no, oh. he's, he's good, yeah, he's yeah. He's mean. He's, like, he's bad, he's bad. <laughs> um, so who else would I, there's too many artists to, to name, man. So, like, I'll just stick with those two, Kent and, and Martin, Martin Garrix. Garrix. Yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah. that's really interesting. So, Mr. Jamini, we are, like, at the end yeah, of yeah. everything. Mm -hmm. I would like for you to, like, share something with our viewers today so that you know from here going forward yeah so here going forward y'all when you find a partner get married be committed <laughs> <laughs> stop, uh, stop, being, uh, stop, uh, stop being an mba and do the right thing no okay so other than that um the theme of the show the theme of the podcast is that success is a progressive realization of where the ideal that means you're going after what you've always wanted to go after because mm. it's aligned with your highest values. Not because your mom, your dad, your brother, your sister, whoever's telling you that you should live this way. So you need to find that thing that gives you that spark mm -hmm. and start now and don't waste time. And start now, make a mess of it, fail, pick yourself up again. Don't be afraid to try new things and stop caring too For much. What other people will what say. What other people will say. About the syndrome. Why? Because they don't know what they. <laughs> some, no, we're all figuring this thing out. Absolutely. I mean, nobody has a manual. No one has the manual. No one has the manual. And everyone's still trying to figure it out. And I would hate to get to the a point where five years from now, you're like, I knew I should have done that one thing, but then I listened to Lotus Ooh. or I listened to Usbangban and yeah, I didn't do it. Yeah, that's actually very true. Because even the older people, they usually just tell us that, like, especially like the eldest of people, they always say, when you go to these old age homes, you know, that the one thing that they regret is not spending their time on all the things they wanted. Exactly. So then uh, the, some of the criticism, not even criticism, just comments that I got, is you're doing all these things and the question is why? And I said, it's what I want to do. End yeah. of discussion. <laughs> there's, there's no discussion. Absolutely. Mm. And I mean, you've already solidified yourself in one thing already. Mm. We know you as the writer mm -hmm. above everything else. Sure. And that's where all the other things link up. So thank you so much for this beautiful day. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for being on my show and uh, touching me on my studio. <laughs> hey, man. You know, um, 
I I think these are the type of conversations that everybody needs to have from time to yeah, time. Hundred percent. And then we, and then Kent, we need to get you on. Let me have a conversation with Absolutely. you. You, ca- you can't run. You can't run. I'm gonna have you on DJ Kent. You know. Absolutely. <laughs> like I mean, production based. We what? need more collaborations. Exactly. More exactly. collaborations. Exactly. That's what I'm also looking forward to this year. Collaborating with people, and just being in a position whereby we are just. Making an offering to the world. Exactly. And we're, Cleansing we're, the world. Exactly, exactly. And, and we must uh, do our back-to-back soon. All right. <laughs> okay, cool. Hey, I will murder you, sir. Why are you murdering? We're collaborating. A back-to-back yeah, is a collaboration. But you see, when it comes to back-to-back, you need to make sure that you've got your armor on when it comes to your track selection because, hey, I don't back down. That's that's fine. That, that you need to know. That, that's fine. Because I throw in fire, you need to bring in more fire. More fire. You know, I just say more fire. <laughs> she, 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 she just said more fire. The response of the show before they can get that set. But that's fine. That's fine. I'm open to a challenge. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. All right. I haven't done a back to back in a while. So definitely, this is exciting. Yeah, we'll make it happen. All right, guys. Thank you very much for your time and listening to this uh, great conversation with Absolutely. Lotus May. She's going to be dropping some music. And remember, by the time you guys have heard it, I would have heard it. Why? Yeah, because I'm dope. My life is dope and I do dope things. All right. Remember that success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal. That means you're going after what you've always wanted to go after because it's aligned mm-hmm. with your highest values. Yep. And it's the only way that you can really live a truly fulfilled and inspired life. And we will see you on the next episode. <laughs>